0: Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
1: Yeah, could I have a number three with cheese and uh, a large coffee? And does this smell good?
0: Wolfing down your lunch. <laughs> Serving up today's top sports stories with Wolf and Lou. Hey, boy. Presented by Stadium Swim at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' ultimate sports fan destination. All right, it's noon on a Tuesday. It is time for all of your top sports stories in one place, wolfing down your lunch. And Rick is here. Maloney is out. So, Rick, what do you got?
2: What's going on, guys? Everything. What's up? Everything. Everything is going on. All right, the Phoenix Suns, they lost 123 to 112 to the Warriors last night. The big game for playoff seating. Here's Monty Williams, courtesy of Dwayne Rankin, on the performance of the bench.
1: Just thinking that this can cover up Defensively, some of the deficiencies we may have, you know, guarding their quicker guys at the rim, his rim protection, his rebounding, um, didn't work out as soundly as we would like. I didn't think he played poorly. We just needed more of an offensive boost from our bench tonight. You know, if you look at it, it, it's not terrible, but we didn't have like one guy come in and give us, you know, double-digit numbers tonight. But We thought he could help us defensively at the rim and cover up some stuff.
2: Obviously, no Kevin Durant. But how concerned are you guys about this team at the moment? My biggest concern, other
0: than, you know, KD, what that injury is looking like, um, you know, when he comes back, is he just 100%? We don't have to worry about this again. My My biggest concern is just... It's tough to go into the playoffs when you have title aspirations and you don't totally know what your team looks or feels like yet. You know, if you're if this was a hey, you know, making the playoffs and winning a round would be a, a success and a huge step in the right direction, that'd be one thing, but they you obviously know. went all in on winning a title like now or next year and I just don't know that
1: they're going to know what their team is totally like until the playoffs start. It looks like they're really distracted. They're 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 distracted by something called human nature, <laughs> where they just look like they're buying time until Kevin Durant gets back and waiting for the playoffs to actually start. And he, we all know that seeding, for the most part, it doesn't matter. Now, we don't want to get into the play-in. We don't want to do that. But if we're seed one through six, it really doesn't matter because KD, as long as he's healthy... And they come back, we're going to roll. it. that That's what it looks like to me. And they got to fight that. But it's hard because it's human nature. I feel like
2: it does matter, though, because of the Warriors. If they drop to the five, the Warriors are amazing at home. If they're at the four, the Warriors are terrible on the road. So that gives an edge to the Suns. Anyway, on to the Cardinals. Cardinals. Calvin Beecham is reportedly going to re-sign with the Cardinals on a two-year deal. How big is bringing back the Cardinals' right tackle?
0: I mean, it's somebody that you and I both wanted back, Wolf. But I think you hit the nail on the head earlier in the show. It's it now with with what happened last week. It, it's more than just hey, we brought back a steady offensive lineman. It's it, it's potentially
1: indicative of a lot more. Yeah, no, I think it's it's great. I love the fact they're bringing him back. You know, we were talking about this: Zach Allen, of course, Calvin Beecham, Will Hernandez, Byron Murphy. Those four guys in particular really wanted to see the. Arizona Cardinals be able to bring back, realizing they probably were not going to bring all of them back or be able to. But Calvin Beacham, strong, super smart, tough, pros like that, they're the glue to every team in the league. And I would say Calvin Beacham just isn't a glue guy. He is the glue. And I love him and respect him greatly. So I'm glad they're bringing him back. All right, sticking
2: with the Cardinals. Over to our Sanderson Ford poll question up now at ArizonaSports.com. We've kind of talked about this a bit on the show over the past couple of weeks. Um, But it's kind of changed because of the trade with the Bears. Uh, Now that it looks like it'll be quarterback, quarterback at the top of the NFL draft before the Cardinals pick at number three, what should they do? Stay at number three and select the best player available or trade down. All
0: right, I'm going to get greedy now because there is a scenario where you trade down one spot and you still get Will Anderson and you get additional picks. If the Colts are that like, hey. Greedy. Yeah, but, but you know what? This is where I am now. That is so greedy right there. Everything else I wanted is in Denver, so I get to be greedy at this point at the okay. draft. <laughs>
1: everything you wanted is in
0: Denver. Yes. The Broncos took everything <laughs> I wanted for the Cardinals
1: this offseason. Well, that makes perfect sense. There is no other answer but Luke's answer for the most part. Nice. Okay, move down one spot. You, what? Get a second-round pick? Okay, we'll take that. Still get Will round and still get Will Anderson at number four. Yeah, sold.
0: I also think if Monty Fort was voting in this uh, this poll anonymously, he would vote trade down. I think that's what he wants to do. It's just a gut, but I think I he, he wants
1: to trade down. No, th- he's going to trade down well, because then. there's going to be somebody who's going to look at that number three and say, "There's our quarterback."
2: He's also they will a Patriots offer guy.
1: Offer the moon. Yeah.
2: And he's a Patriots guy. And they like picks. Yes. All right, I am going to vote trade down. Ooh, very close. Trade down is fifty-one percent, and stay at number three is forty-nine percent.
0: It's a tough. It's absolutely a tough decision. I mean, just because we were unanimous on it here, it's that's a very tough decision. If you have, if you truly think Will Anderson or if you think Jalen Carter or whoever is like generational at their position, yeah, Will what?
2: Anderson, please, yeah. All right, going back over to the Suns. Jay Crowder makes his return to Phoenix tonight for the first time since being traded. How do you think the former Sun and current Buck will be received, and how do you think he should be received by Suns fans tonight at the Footprint Center? That's an interesting question. Um,
0: I think It ended weird. It's Yeah, there's still some unknown. I, I liked the way he handled it at the very end, where he said they asked him not to talk about it, and I'm paraphrasing, but basically like, you know, probably both sides regret how it ended a little bit. I feel like he kind of took the high road at that point. We still don't know whose fault it was that he wasn't playing. We still don't even totally know what happened. I- I'm I'm probably not booing or cheering Jay
1: Crowder tonight. I-, I respect him so much because he hasn't said boo about it. He hasn't said anything about it. Yeah. He hasn't thrown anybody under the bus. He's, he's put some hints out there, but he hasn't thrown anybody under the bus. What stays in the locker room, what what is in the locker room, stays in the locker room. And for me, I love the fact that he's adhering to that as the grizzled veteran that he is. I say stand and applaud Jay Crowder. All right, that was Wolfing
0: down your lunch. Thank you, Rick. The weather is getting warmer. Arizona sports and Fulton homes are reminding you that two seconds is too long to take your eyes off your kids around water for life-saving water safety tips. And to enter to win swim lessons from the YMCA, text SWIM to 620-620. When we come back, maybe the main free agent that the Cardinals had is now on his way to Denver. We'll react next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona sports, the local sports leader. I saw that Zach Allen was signing with somebody, but I hadn't seen the team yet. Wolf, I had, uh, let's see, my first thought was not San Francisco, please, even though they have really no room for him at this point. Um, Not Seattle and not Denver. Okay. Almost made it. through. Not Denver. Not Denver. You didn't want Denver. No, Denver has taken enough Denver. (laughs)
1: you should have to bring Nathaniel Hackett back for this sort of insubordination okay so you're talking about Zach Allen of course and the fact that he's signing with the Denver Broncos what are the particulars of that do you have that in front of you right now the particulars of that contract that he signed
0: I have in front of me three years 45.75
1: million dollars 32.5 million guaranteed okay based I'm not going to put this in the positive column <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, because not it doing, isn't. I'm not going to do that um, how do you get get better when you lose a Zach Allen. You do not. But you can't talk about Zach Allen, and this is something we had a conversation with. You can't talk about it without talking about Calvin Beacham and without talking about the strategy of the Arizona Cardinals and their rebuild right now. And I believe their strategy is to build the floor from the floor up. Nobody's told me this, ladies and gentlemen. This is my own theory just looking at this and what happened. And it makes sense to me. Build from the floor up. Raise the floor, not the ceiling. In this rebuild. And that means you're going to have to go out and sign three players for $5 million apiece. Three starters for $5 million apiece as opposed to one for 15. And I think Zach Allen was on the rich side for this rebuild. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you know,
0: like I said earlier, it's going to take me a little while to get over this one because I don't disagree with what you're saying, and I don't disagree with that philosophy for where the Cardinals are right now. But Zach Allen would have been the guy I would make the exception for because you've seen firsthand what he can do. Now, where this gets complicated is... (laughs) We saw firsthand what he could do in Vance Joseph's defense, which, by the way, is who he's going to play for. So maybe that was
1: part of this anyway. Well, oh, I think a lot of that is. Um, but still. But still. It comes down to the money. It does. He's not going to go there unless they pay him the money. Absolutely.
0: But uh, from the Cardinals' perspective, you know, Jonathan Gannon, he has no ties to Zach Allen. Monty Ford has no ties to yeah. Zach Allen. As somebody who covers this team closely... He was one of the best things they had going for them at the end of last season and I know I said this earlier, but I I mean this I'm gonna stick with this for a while. We tried the hey, let's go all in on offense and put everything in, and dedicate all our resources to putting things around Kyler Murray, and it got them four wins. Now I know that there were other factors, but it got them four wins. I like the upside you have on this defense with Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins and obviously Buda Baker's not an upside guy. He's just one of the best. And Jalen Thompson and Zach Allen. Like you could and potentially Will Anderson too. Like I like the idea of trying to build your defense so it's so strong that that can win you games. And when the offense does stuff, that's just gravy. Zach Allen fit into that for me because he's still young. He's still getting better. He's been mentored by J.J. Watt firsthand for the last couple years. That's the guy, even though I agree with what you're saying, that's the guy
1: I would have said, we will pay him, though. See, here's the whole thing. It's the reality of the rebuild, isn't it? Yeah, I'm getting slapped in the face by reality. That's that's 100% what it is. That's exactly what it is, and that's the reason why, again, I'm not going to put that in the positive column. It's Zach Allen. It's never a good slap in the face. You don't get better when Zach Allen is not going to be on your roster. Now, am I saying he's a pro bowl player? I'm not saying that, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not. He's a good player. That's what he is. And uh, again, I think it's a situation where the Cardinals are thinking to themselves, we need to raise the floor, not the ceiling. Last year, going into last season, we were talking about this earlier, but man, I was looking at the ceiling and I thought that that ceiling looked really, really good. When DeAndre Hopkins was going to come back and you had Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray before his fourth season, Kyler Murray coming off that third season, Kyler Murray, of course, DeAndre Hopkins, Hollywood Brown, there was a lot, Zach Ertz, James Conner, there was a lot of wow to me in that offense, and that was a high ceiling, and we all know how that ended. So, again, it's not going to be something I'm going to put in the positive column, but I think this is what they're going to do. I think they're trying to raise the floor. Well, I mean, now you've been saying that since before yesterday, but that if,
0: if any move drove that point home, it was that one. And it was it was not locking him up before he got out to free agency. And credit to Zach Allen because even though everything was falling apart around him in a lot of ways last season, he did make sure he talked to J.J. Watt, learned from J.J. Watt, yeah. learned from one of the best, and he continued to get better last year. And I do think he's going to keep getting better. Let me ask you this because we come out of the season – and I had identified three players out of the 31 the Cardinals had that were free agents. So I was like, okay, you, and you may bring other ones back, but to me it was Kelvin Beecham, Zach Allen, Byron Murphy. Not in that order. Zach Allen would have been number one. You threw Will Ander, or Will Hernandez in there Will as well. Will Hernandez, yeah. <laughs> I just have Will Anderson on the mind now. <laughs> That's you, right. You threw Will Hernandez okay. in there as well. Uh, two of those guys, one's back, one's gone. Do you think one... Both of the other two out there, or neither of them come back
1: with uh, with Byron Murphy and Will Hernandez. Yeah, the Byron Murphy thing. I do not know. I'm hearing whispers um, again, not by anyone over there, but I'm hearing whispers that Byron Murphy, of course, might be a guy they're going to go ahead and say we. we, He's a corner. We really like him. We think we can get him at a reasonable price. Yeah. So maybe Byron Murphy because of the injury. Because of the injury, exactly. So I, I think. That is a possibility. Will Hernandez, I hope, is a possibility because, again, I think he's a pro. He's not going to the Pro Bowl, but he's a pro. He's not going to get you beat either. I I think he's a, a viable option at guard. And, again, when you're talking about the offensive line and building the offensive line around Kyler Murray, you, you better be sure that you've got some pros over there. So if you want to spend the money on a guy that is a pro, and I think this is the approach, that's, that's the way, when I say you're raising the floor, I'm talking about pros. Getting more starters in your, your first 11, whether it's offense or defense, getting more starters on the field than maybe what you had last year. And I think that was a problem, too, when you look at it. Not everybody, just because they start, is a starter. Oh, yeah. That's... (laughs) Okay? (laughs) There's some wisdom in that sentence right there. Yes. And uh, pick me first. Because I started. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Not everybody is a starter, ladies and gentlemen, that is actually starting for a team. So, again, this is where I think they can get better is to to get more starters into their lineup as opposed to paying one guy three starters money. I know you're a big fantasy
0: football guy, so I'm sure this reference won't be lost on you, right? Yes. <laughs> You know, I'm just going to speak to the audience. You know how when you do an auction draft in fantasy football or whatever, and you spend all your money on like five guys, and you just kind of go in, I think they call it stars and scrubs, where you just... Build everything around what do you like five mean you guys.
1: Think? You know they call it. Stars well, I don't know and
0: what the scrubs. term is. I think it's stars and scrubs. For some reason, I have that in my head. It's been a long day. <laughs> so you do that, and then you just fill out the rest of your roster with like one dollar, two dollar guys. That's not what the Cardinals are doing. The Cardinals are going the other way, where you know it's, it's going to be a lot of even money spread out, other than the guys that are already getting paid. Yeah, that's what you're saying.
1: Listen, especially when you're rebuilding, it makes sense. Does anyone think the Cardinals are not in a rebuild? Uh, I we know they are. Yeah, but it's, it's not a do, full do rebuild. It's a weird. To, do, it, it, hey, it, do you expect him to trade DeAndre Hopkins? Yes. You're rebuilding. I kind of like expecting it to happen today, to be well, honest. Well, you're rebuilding. But you
0: would agree it's got to be a quick rebuild because you can't be
1: rebuilding around Kyler Murray when he's eating up 50 million dollars a year cap a year. Yes, I understand that, but right now you never saw Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime in five-year extensions being over in their first year. You have to rebuild this year and and I get you, that you can't you can't you can't rush a
0: rebuild, but this is not okay, we're starting from scratch. This is not what Houston's doing where you you got to be patient. You can't be still rebuilding in two or three years because you're paying too no, much
1: money to one guy. No, you, you, you can't. There's no denying that. But you also can't deny the reality that you're in right now. You can't deny it. You got to look at it and say, OK, you got DeAndre Hopkins. You're going to trade DeAndre Hopkins because he's not going to be a good culture fit for this team going forward. Zach Allen, you're going to let him walk in free agency because you want more starters that are starter caliber. You'll pay those guys as opposed to paying one guy. So you're going to let him walk a little bit. J.J. Watt is retiring. Kyler Murray's going to miss games. Yeah, playoffs are playoffs. Don't talk about playoffs. No, here we go.
0: That's right?
1: not good when you're saying that on March 14th. Uh, I, I'm just saying. It's, is anyone denying that? No. Look, look, at if it happens, oh boy, lightning strikes, and suddenly it happens. J.G. in his first year led the Arizona Cardinals to the playoffs. Well, we got to see who they bring in, too.
0: Right now, they don't even have, it feels like they have a quarter of a roster.
1: Not like, oh, these other guys okay. aren't
0: good. Like, they don't
1: have a roster okay, so right now. Who, who are they bringing in right now with the the first wave of, they brought in Calvin Beecham, who is a pro. And that's what I think we're going to continue to see, an emphasis put on pros, not pro bowlers, but pros. All right, text us your thoughts to the
0: uh, FanDuel text line at 620, 620 right now. We come back. The Suns are still 16-6 and in their last 22 games, but they have lost two in a row and looked great last night. What's your concern level? We'll get into that. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
1: And Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
0: All right, we got Suns Bucks tonight. We had Suns Warriors last night. We still haven't done game day with K-Ray yet. Well, if you know the worst part about this is it ruined our whole Kevin or Devin game. This yeah. is out the window now. I know. Until
1: Man, it was so good, goal. wasn't it? On game day. Play, like, we got to play three Kevin times, or Devin.
0: And then the third one got tossed anyway, which I still think I won. Devin Booker had 44 points. He would have been the high scorer. Yeah. That'd be just, you you, you that'd be can't great. claim
2: that win. You 44
0: can't. points. It's not like he had 12. We weren't
2: playing this when Kevin Durant wasn't playing.
0: All right, fine. You can yes. however you want to... I mean, justify if you did, that. You no, you're the one trying to justify that. When we picked it, both players were playing. It wasn't like it's not like we're picking for tonight and I'm not letting you pick. Oh my goodness, booker. It it's Kevin, the same Kevin. thing. No, it isn't, dude. Kevin Stop Durant, Durant it. was playing when that game started. we was supposed to be playing when that game started. Anyway, you're letting your checkered suit actually mess with your mind. now. That's Rick. Rick's just arguing with me about the most arbitrary thing. Steph Curry. You could catch him on camera last night. He was caught on camera with uh, mouthing some words to Chris Paul. Reminding him that it's not 2014 anymore, and uh, so
1: You've <laughs> you got to play that again. Steph, well, what? Steph Curry what do you was 2014.
0: He, he was he was asked after the game if there's extra motivation playing the Suns because remember the Suns had I don't want to say owned the Warriors this year. It's the regular season, but they hadn't lost to him yet until last night. Here's Steph. There's always a little bit of extra motivation when you got smacked a couple times against a certain team, but it's more so about our own focus of this time of year we're in and how we need to finish strong and
2: build some type of momentum that's uh, sustainable. So every game is important uh, but you ever want to go through a season not, you know, Against a Western Conference opponent that you might see later, you know, have some success for sure.
0: You know, what? I get that the Warriors are a lot better at home than they are on the road, but they yeah. they did. And maybe it was because the Suns weren't ready to play
1: at the start of the game, but yeah. didn't Golden State look a little extra motivated last night? No, they did. Yeah. They looked locked in right there. What are you trying to do, by the way? You played that cut right there with a frying pan to the face? Is that what you're trying to do? I mean, are you trying to wake everybody? Imagine that right there. What listen to what Steph Curry just said. It's an Audio frying pan. And apply it to the Phoenix Suns. Mm -hmm. Just based on in seriously, I want you to listen to this. This is Steph Curry. Play it again, Luke, and think of the Suns.
0: Okay. The question was, was there extra motivation playing against the Suns? There's always a little bit of extra motivation when you got smacked a couple times against a certain team, but it's more so about our own focus of this time of year we're in and how we need to
2: finish strong.
1: Our own what focus. Was, did that? Uh-huh our mean own focus, right there. Right, exactly. <laughs> what are you doing? Just cut it off. I cut. It's, it's gone. Our, Steph our is left. own focus this time of year. Okay. Um. Did the Warriors do this last year? As uh, a matter of let five? me think. Title. Yes. <laughs> okay. So you get what he's saying. This is exactly the reason why this Kevin Durant thing is is a bigger deal. It's a bigger deal than what we may have all thought before. When you listen to Steph Curry right there, he's talking about it's time to start locking in and get focused. Which makes you think, how many games do they just dismiss? <laughs> how many games do they uh, just dismiss about out 60? of hand like in about October 60? and November, whatever?
0: Well, every road game, apparently, Golden State's like, we don't care.
1: <laughs> and then about half the home games are like, yeah, it doesn't That's really just- matter either. But he's he's telling you the truth this is the key the pass apart two the key that unlocks all locks
0: for a team well we got a deal in reality too and and Golden State just did this last year and won the whole thing nobody else in my mind can really make this claim I guess maybe if Milwaukee was kind of sleepwalking through the season they because because they won the title 2 years ago but they didn't flip a switch 2 years ago. Golden State's done this so many times and last year everybody was kind of like all right, are they just kind of, you know, going under the radar and they're going to it's always risky to flip the switch, but they just did it. Just did it. And he you're right, he just kind of gave you some behind the scenes of yes. how they plan on doing it again this year and this it's not it. what
1: the Suns are doing right now. This is it right now, you know, we're going to focus on ourselves and what we're doing and getting ourselves right. Going into the postseason, no matter what our seed is, no matter what it is, we're not going to stress about winning games when we're talking about game number 50. We're going to start locking in right now, right now, and worrying about us and how consistently we are playing. You know, and that's the reason why it is a little disconcerting. It's more than a little disconcerting. It's just, I'm going to say it, disconcerting that KD is missing as much time as he is. Um, I want to get to Steph Curry and Chris Paul, though. And cameras caught
0: Steph saying, it sure looks like he's saying it to Chris Paul. I don't know who else he would be saying it to. This ain't 2014 no more. Right, he keeps he kept saying that. There's a clip. It's, it's all over the internet. Um, who else would he be saying it to on the Suns? DeAndre Ayton was like what three in 2014? <laughs> like it's got to be Chris Paul. <laughs> Devin Booker wasn't on. He wasn't even in the league yet anymore. Uh, so they asked Chris <laughs> Paul afterwards. This is Dwayne Rankin. Okay, what uh, what's your response to Steph saying that?
2: Well, I don't know what happened in 2014. you
0: <laughs> <laughs> tell me. That's like nine years ago. Yeah. What happened? But
1: did you even hear him say did, did you see when he said that to you? Did he say it to me? That's what I'm asking. Did he, did he, did he say it to you? That's what I'm
0: asking. No, he said it to me. Okay. Where you see it at?
2: It, it was caught on camera. They showed him saying it to me? No, they just showed him saying it. It was a close-up, so you couldn't even see what he we was saying. No, oh. nah, I don't know about that. 2014.
0: But so were y'all good during the game, or was that something that, that that's even surprising you hearing, hearing that he said it? Good. 2000. was Steph draft again.
1: 2009. 2009. Yeah,
2: he spent the whole summer with me and my family. You know what I mean? So I know that was 2009, 2014. I don't know. What was that?
0: That
2: was my third year with the Clippers? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Y'all got time? to Go ask that. Obfuscation! <laughs> they don't have time now, Chris. You just answered for a minute and didn't give any answer. Obfuscation! He felt like a like a cross-examining attorney or something. But yeah, he, I just... He first, he went oh, down the path was of... was so good. What are you talking about? Oh, the cameras caught that. Oh. Well, did they catch him saying it to me? Well, yeah. Well, it sure looked like it. Oh. 2014? <laughs> I don't know what was good. Uh, okay. I don't know, man. Were you guys good? Well, what's good? mean <laughs> like he just wasn't going to answer that question and you know, that's one of the best answers i've ever it's heard it's
1: not going to you know it happens all the time it does you're out there and you're competing you will find a time when the blood is on the boil to actually say something to somebody else when you're out there and it's not always what everyone thinks trash talking is not always phil oh my goodness philip rivers was a classic <laughs> trash talker <laughs> and never used any profanity Think about that, based on needs. Classic trash talker. It can be done all the time screaming at another man telling him you're going to drive him into the ground? That's trash talk. Probably even more annoying
0: when everybody else is using profanity and here comes this guy who's going to just talk nonstop. (laughs) and by the way, I don't have to use profanity so how does that make you feel?
1: Yes, exactly but you know, it happens when you start competing at the highest level of course and the blood is on the boil from time to time, you're going to say something untoward towards somebody else and that's, you know, Steph yelling 2014 This isn't 2014. You got Chris Paul into me. And we talked about this the first time around. Basin you hear his voice. He signed. He sounded genuinely interested in what was being asked. But do you think there's any way he didn't hear it? Totally confused as to how to answer it. Does yeah. that make
0: sense? It, it felt like he was like, okay, even if it did happen, sure was
1: looking at me. You know, yeah, it felt like in that that
0: fifty five second clip, he goes from like, well, even if that did happen, you guys don't know about it, to like, oh, there was a
1: camera shot of it. Yeah, twenty fourteen. Yeah. T- you know, I love. Uh, Whoa, well, remember two thousand nine when sincere. I raised him?
0: Basically, <laughs> like he just threw that in there too. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Madness tips off this Thursday, and with it comes your chance to win over $3,000 worth of prizes in the Arizona Sports Bracket Bucks, presented by Santan Ford and Schwartz Laser Eye Center. Just text Bucks to 62620 to fill out your bracket and compete in the Madness. That's Bucks to 620-620. Coming up next, how much has Bobby Hurley's evolution as a coach led to ASU success this season? We'll get into that. It's Wolf and Luke in Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. <laughs> Wolf and Luke Middays, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Guys, yeah, we'll work this out during the break. Cool. Okay, and I don't know, I don't know how many brackets either one of us is in. (laughs) I love this, but uh, if you're gonna, we're at least, I'm at least gonna fill one out entirely using Ken Palm. If you're gonna fill one out using entirely BPI, yes, we're gonna see who is superior, Ken Palm basketball
1: power index
0: BPI,
1: ladies and gentlemen. That's what I. Nobody is more devoted to an index than Wolf to the BPI, and I've won the station uh, contest, of course. What did we used to call that? by the way, the bracket bucks challenge or something. Well, that's what we're calling it now. Or do we still call it? I think so. (laughs) Okay. That's great. You know, that read I did one minute ago. (laughs) It's great. Command and control's looking at me right now going, yes, with a big grin on their face. Yes. That's what it's called right there. Wolf, the bracket bucks. Listen, at least you're right. We, we used to have this, this uh, contest with the show hosts and, um, I would say of all the show hosts, I knew the least about college basketball. Can I just be honest on that and say that? I think I I, I watched five games a year. Well, how did you find part. out about the BPI? Just <laughs> Google. <laughs> so working with Google, of course, and the BPI, I've won the the bracket box challenge amongst the show hosts. Three times since we started doing it. Um, three. Just you're- I think Paul Calvisi actually wanted to be fair three times as well. But nobody's won it. You sure more. this isn't just a bracket that the two of you do against each other? No. Okay. No. no, no. <laughs> nobody's won it more your, than that.
0: Your your sales pitch of uh, Wolf and Google are are teaming up to give you a foolproof plan for how to win your bracket. So I'm just going to say, but it
1: it actually shows an awful lot of humility based on needs because you remove yourself from the equation. You just go straight metric, straight BPI. It takes a cold, hard, calculated brain to do that. Well, here we go. You should fill out a bracket for the show. Luke should fill one out using whatever metric you want. Okay. And then we'll update it. Live on air (laughs) for the next three weeks. Okay, I love that. That's good,
0: Pixie. Is there any any sort of reward for upsets, or are we just straight? Yeah, no. Just who wins?
1: Yeah, no. You don't get more points for picking an upset, right? No, because the metric is picking it. You're not picking it, right?
0: Oh, you want me to just, I'll just use another metric? Yeah. Okay. So this is not me versus the BPI. This well, is your no, you metric versus be, my metric.
1: Hey, if you want to fill out two brackets, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine I if you like want to do that. Brackets. For me, I'm just filling out one. And you know what's so cool about it, brothers? It takes me four minutes to do it. <laughs> four. Bada bing, bada Boom. BPI, remove yourself from the equation. Do you have the humility to actually remove yourself from the equation? Even if you think a team is going to beat another team and BPI says, no, they're not. You've got to sit there and say, okay, I'm going to go straight with the metric, straight with it. the BPI. And you know what? If you pick a metric, you have to go straight. You, you you can't insert your own whim. All right. Well, I could fill that out during a break, couldn't I? Well, yeah, but yeah. you don't have to do it now. Okay.
2: You don't have a... Uh Mascot bracket, Wolf, or a colors no, bracket? No, I don't
1: have anything like that. That's that's ha, 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 ha. that's just so cute. Who would win? Why would I ever do that? I'm just taking it straight back. No, no, it isn't. It's, <laughs> you don't, it's you not don't have to the me. mascot. The mascot BPI. No, who okay. cares?
0: It's just. I, I mean, BPI. I, figured, I feel like the Sun Devils would fare it's pretty rooted. well in a mascot bracket. Okay. I'm Why? Well, I I mean, because his what's of the gonna, pitch for? What's gonna is a sun devil or a a wolf gonna win? I'm asking the wrong person. <sighs>
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. You are. <laughs> I'm asking the
0: wrong course. person. Um, All right. Okay. What's your point? My point is, I don't know. Here's uh, Bobby. We're early. gonna
1: say something. we were was, gonna go somewhere. I, well,
0: I was gonna. Practice. I was gonna laugh at you for the b- using the BPI, but there's two. Yeah, n- one
1: or three times. <laughs> two, <laughs> two, <laughs> You're so stupid, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I have two and a half weeks to laugh
0: at you for using the BPI. Alright, uh, here's Bobby Hurley on how he has evolved as a coach since the last time ASU made the tournament I remember the last time they made it was 2019 they, each of the three years they've made it under Hurley they've made the first four, that's where they've had to start, one year they they lost, one year they won and obviously this year will be uh, will be tomorrow, although in fairness to Hurley they would have just been in, I think in 2020 had the, the tournament not gotten cancelled, uh, so here he was asked over the weekend how he's evolved
1: um, I mean, I think that I have a better feel for who I am really. And, and, uh, you know, what I value, I, I think I've worked on, on trying to be, um, a little less volatile and, and just keeping my composure more and let my guys feed off a, a more compo- composed version of myself. I mean, I, I still get after it and very passionate and and will still from time to time stray with the officials. But, uh, I, I've worked hard on that just to to be more rock solid. And I, I you know all year when we've been down man, I've been telling these guys we're going to win. We're going to come. We're going to find a way to win. We're going to come back and, and and we believe in each other. So it's pretty special to have a group that, you know, that is uh, that believes in what we're doing man right there where do you start when you hear bobby hurley what, what what words do you focus on well i do still
0: laugh at the part where he's like time to time i get into it with the officials like yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> at least at least you've accepted this is who you are it's going to happen sometime a gross understatement um look i mean hurley has evolved as a coach i think that that's that's fair i think everybody's evolution was kind of thrown out of whack in 2020 unless you are just a perennial powerhouse. I do feel like ASU was building something. I don't feel like they were building like a perennial Final Four team. They haven't gotten past the first round of the tournament since Hurley's been here. But it's there's an element even in basketball of what everybody talks about in football of like you've got to adjust with the transfer portal and guys going to the NBA obviously, but that's not an adjustment. The transfer portal is a major adjustment, especially if you are not North Carolina, Duke, Kansas. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: this is all. You look really like tough. you were really going to say. This something. is a tough conversation for me. It really is because you know I love Bobby Hurley okay. and I love the volatility. I don't like where this is going. Why? Because, 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 you, because it feels like there's a butt coming. There there is. Yeah, okay. I love the volatility. Uh, I love the fact that he's passionate and he's so explosive. Um, that's the way I would coach football if I were a coach. That's the way I would do it. I would not be able to separate what it was like to bring that intensity as a player from what I need to be as a coach. And that would be the problem. And I wonder if Bobby Hurley feels the same way that it's hard for him to remove the two, to remove the intensity and the volatility. And yet he has to, he must especially in this day and age of the transfer portal. The volatility, it's, it's not good. If you say the wrong thing, your player will just leave. Exactly. Yeah. A guy gets butt hurt now, and then he's gone. There's hurt, ladies and gentlemen, and then there's butt hurt. There just is. And for whatever reason, there's a lot of kids today. And it's not just in college basketball. It's everywhere. There's a lot of kids. Words really do leave a mark.
0: I would argue that that is not um, confined to any age group in <laughs> 2023. I yeah, That's just people in 2023. But I hear what you're saying. And within the context of college
1: basketball, yeah. that's really all that matters. No, it really is. Because again, um, I, I, I don't respond to words and um, unless they're profanity <laughs> and then all of a sudden I think you want to brawl when you start dropping f-bombs I think well, why are you do- why are you doing that? my hair literally stands up on the back of my neck when somebody starts just dropping f-bombs. In the middle of a conversation, as if this is the way I talk all the time, you know, walking around, not even mad, not even upset. Just dropping throwing it up out there. On, so I'm, I immediately am like, wow, okay, who, who who are you yelling at? Who? Who? Because I, I tie it to football immediately. It's the, I can't separate the two, even to this day. And yet at the same time, I know that Bobby Hurley has got to get better at controlling himself, even though I love the fact that he has a hard time doing it. I have a big
0: BPI update for you, okay? Okay. I looked up uh, Nevada and ASU. Okay. First of all, BPI, not real kind to either one of them. Okay, yeah. They have Nevada 71st and ASU 72nd, right next to each other. Okay, wait a minute. So
1: you're saying Nevada's actually ranked higher?
0: They have, they have Nevada with a 7.5, whatever that means, and ASU with a 7.3. Oh, no. I mean, they're right next I'm to each other. That I'm going to have to literally go with... Be- well, this is where you're going to be okay. Most brackets don't make you fill out the first four. Oh, that's right. So you'll be okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. So you just have nice. to pick, I guess, Thank TCU you. over whoever. I don't okay. Know. Good. I, this is not <laughs> my right. bracket. This is not my problem. VPI. This is what you do. Uh, all right. Coming up what next, does Ken Palm say? I'll look it up during the
1: okay, break. Good. <laughs> Make sure you
0: do. It. I'm going to go with whatever metric has ASU higher. Uh, coming up next, Arizona Sports Suns reporter, Kellen Olson's is going to join us. He had a one-on-one with Kevin Durant. I encourage everybody to check it out uh, on ArizonaSports.com. It's a really good read, and he's going to talk about it next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.